Here's our sports news for today, Monday, 4th April. I am Curtis Morton. We begin with athletics. Principal at the Vernon Loop Preschool, Teacher Collins, was quick to explain that the event that took place at the school's ground on Friday, 1st April, was not really a sports day, but a fun day for the children. In light of the ongoing COVID-19 protocols and requirements, the children simply engaged in some fun races with an emphasis on team events more than individual races. Some parents, grandparents and other family members showed up to witness the event and were certainly entertained. There were no house scores available and no established winners. Teacher Collins put it nicely, all of the children were winners. The event concluded with the teacher's egg race, which not only proved hilarious, but financially beneficial to some. Now to cricket, Australia had both hands on the World Cup after an innings for the ages by Alyssa Healy and despite Nat Skyver holding on with everything she had, they ultimately ripped it from defending champions England with a 71-run victory in the finals in Christchurch. The undefeated Australians' dominance of this tournament was complete with Healy's magnificent 170 from 138 balls setting England a mammoth target of 357. It proved a step too far for a team that had showed plenty of character to overcome a three-match losing streak at the start, which had left their hopes of even reaching the knockout stages in jeopardy, although Skyver refused to give up with a classy unbeaten century. The result ended Australia's five-year quest to win their seventh one-day title after they had been knocked out by India in the 2017 semi-finals. Summary scores, Australia women 356 for 5, Healy 170, Haynes 68, Mooney 62, beat England women 285, Skyver 148 not out, Jonathan 3 for 58, King 3 for 64, Australia women winning by 71 runs and holding on to the championship trophy. And for our feature for today, we go to some really sad news in cricket. Vance Winkworth Amory has passed on to the great beyond. Divisions at home and abroad awoke to the sad news on Saturday morning, April 2nd, still hoping that it was just a cruel April's Fool's joke. However, as the reality sunk in, tributes poured in from around Nevis and around the world. In more recent times, Amri was better known as the second Premier of Nevis and a serving ambassador for the Federation of St. Kitts and Nevis. However, in his earlier life, he was known as a prolific and stylish opening batsman who represented Nevis well and also the Leeward Islands and the Combine Islands and also got a close-up look from the West Indies selectors when he was called to represent the President's Eleven. Born May 22, 1949, Amri's first-class average reads 35 matches, 63 innings, 2 not-outs, 1,416 runs, highest score of 88, average of 23.21, scored 7 half-centuries and took 29 catches, as he was also a superb fielder. Amri, at age 72, played cricket in the local T10 and T20 leagues, representing the SDA Jets up to late 2021, and still demonstrated the ability to play classic shots and move smartly around the field. He also served as a mentor to the team members, and that team has also extended condolences to the grieving family. 
Vernon Springer, well-known sports analyst, had this to say. Good day, this is Vernon A. Springer, sports journalist, broadcaster, sports administrator, a true icon, and the loss of Nevis second premier, the Honorable Vance Amory, who was easily one of my mentors, was touching for me on Saturday, 2nd April 2022. My mom's birthday was always on April 1st, and I almost thought for a moment that it was a dream. When I checked my phone and I saw the amount of messages coming in from England, from St. Kitts and Nevis, it was a tough night for me on the Friday. I'm just remembering the loss of my dad and my mother. And to be able to just, you know, finally grasp and see the news of the loss of Vance Amway was really, 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 really touching. But what I can say about Vance is that you have to call him Vance for all the seasons because Vance was very versed in everything. Not only community, his community where he came from, but he was deeply concerned about Caribbean integration and the betterment of people. And I myself benefited tremendously from that. Even when I was, uh, you know, doing commentary, Vance would nudge me with some little notes, you know, to, especially when there was Leeward Islands cricket or there was West Indies cricket or you name it. He would always take some time out and, you know, he'd nudge me something, even on my sports shows, you know, you, if he heard me pronouncing a word, he'd always send me a quick message. So I really, really tremendously will, will miss Vance. And, you know, we were, organizing to do an interview on my program in Antigua and Barbuda called Point on the Street because I kept saying to him, I don't think anybody has really learned your true cricketing background story and to see your journey. I mean, Vance played in Barbados and at the time, you know, you would have heard that Enoch Lois should have played um, for the West Indies and Victor Eddy should have played for the West Indies and so many other guys from from the Leavers and Winwood should have played. But the talking point always when you go to Barbados was always about Vance Amory. There was always this major discussion. There was just something about him. But his knowledge of the game, his knowledge of, 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 of life was just something that was just remarkable. And I don't think I've ever heard Vance shout, <laughs> to be honest with you. I think just one time I think I, I saw a, a showdown between... Carlyle Powell and Van Samui in the Nevis Island Administration Parliament. I think maybe that might be the only time I think I saw Vance maybe kind of get mad. But outside of that, um, you know, Vance would come and talk and, you know, he had this charisma about him that was just remarkable. And I think when we, you know, if you want to be a real true politician and with charisma, you really have to study the life of Van Samui. And I hope that he'll be remembered not only for his political aspirations, but what he meant to the Federation of St. Kitts and Nevis. And more so, it's a pity that he maybe didn't write a book. I don't know if it happened. I'll have to ask his wife. But when it comes in terms of, of cricket and, you know, following West Indies cricket, Vance and his wife were really one of the leading supporters. And I didn't see them at the test match in Antigua and Barbuda. And that kind of questioned me because I know Anything in Antigua and Barbuda or anything around the Caribbean, they don't miss it. So, hey, from, you know, my organization here in Antigua and Barbuda, Pointville Communication, 
and really on behalf of my own family, the Springers family and my company, Vast Sports Media, and my extended family, I just want to be able to say to his lovely wife and his children and everybody, um, condolences. Um, the Federation at this point in time, my brother Isausa Sangatun is at a crossroads level. And the loss of Van Samui, I think, has just maybe just opened the floodgates now. And I think that maybe all of the leaders right now just maybe just need to just come together and just realize that we really have lost a, a real true ambassador, somebody with real diplomatic skills. And maybe that's what we need right now in, in the squad road path. path. Curtis, for the people of Nevis um, and for the Federation of St. Kitts and Nevis and the wider part of the Caribbean, we have lost a, a real true humanitarian, an icon, but he's gone to heaven in a safe place. That's our package for today. I am Curtis Morton, wishing you a really wonderful day.